what's up guys just a quick message before the episode begins just to say thank you so much from myself and the rest of the lads at the force of podcast for the continued support that we're getting on social media and also on spotify on anchor and on apple podcast uh, this is our 10th episode and uh, we'll be bringing out plenty more um, but for the time being we hope you enjoy this episode thank you very much Hello everyone, welcome back to the Four Sub Podcast. This is the second part of our recap show of European football uh, this week. We have got with us on this show, Jordan Chambers. Hello. Shizad Akram. Hi. And Bradley Martin. Good evening, boys. So what we're going to chat about is just a bit of a recap of um, last night's games in the Champions League. And then we'll speak about the English club's in uh, tonight's Europa League. And we'll also go through the rest of the results as well. Um, so we'll start uh, in the Champions League, like I said. Um, so we had Man City versus Olympiacos. 1-0 Man City, Phil Foden goal, 36 minute. Um, not a convincing um, result on the scoreline for City, Jordan, but they were convincing on the um, on the stats. Twenty two shots all overall to Olympiacos. It's two away from home. Uh, were you expecting anything different? Uh, I was expecting more goals, to be honest, from City. But obviously, uh, one 0 was enough to win it. From uh, I think Foden's coming on a lot as well, playing for England more often as well. Uh, I think it's time for him to get a few starts now and kick on. Yeah, definitely. It's it's going to be difficult for him to actually start all the time in the Prem, but if he's gaining more and more experience in these Champions Leagues, playing for England, um, he should be OK. Um, do you think he'll become world-class? I, I think he can do, Shiz. You know, I've, I don't see any reason why not. I don't really see... He, like, he, the thing is, with, with has he had a game where... He's done it against one of the big boys. I can't. I don't actually know. I've not. I don't really follow Man City that much. But the games that I've seen him play, he's been he, he's been absolutely fantastic. He's been head and shoulders over pretty much everyone who, who's been on the pitch. He did it last year against Liverpool when Liverpool just won the title. He scored and he assisted a couple, of them and he was absolutely outstanding that day. He was unplayable. Yeah, yeah, he was. But what do you think then, Shiz? Do you think he can be world class? To be honest, I haven't really watched him in whole games. I mean, I hope... He, I've seen him in glimpses. I've seen him on the highlights. He looks like a really good player. Yeah, I hope I hope he can become... Because it's exciting, isn't it, to have an English player, creative player like that coming through? Yeah, well, absolutely, mate. Yeah, because you... He, he could... He could I feel, well, he could be starting in the Euros uh, next year. Um, but we'll, we'll go on we'll go on for the rest of the... Uh, rest of the City team. Um Brad, it weren't a uh, it weren't a very strong city side. Um, well, actually, it was, it was tell a lie. It was it was a pretty strong city side, I should say. Um, but still, only winning one nil. What 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 is their problem at the minute with scoring goals? You're telling me, mate. I really don't know. Um, they rang the change in, didn't they? Um, last night, um, they still did the job, but. You have to worry about the amount of shots they're having and just one goal from that. Um, they played a pretty average Olympiacos side and it, it is a little bit worrying. Um, 
that they can only manage to put one in. I mean, the team they played last night, I know it was quite a few changes, but there's still a lot of class in there. Um, and you would expect on paper them to do a lot better. So it is a little bit worrying, to be honest. Definitely. Um, well, as it stands, they, they are through to the knockout stages. They they are uh, undefeated in their group uh, and only conceded one goal, which is, is still not bad. They've, they've scored 10. So they, they're not really... I, I can take my statement back. They're not really struggling to concede goal, uh, score goals, sorry. But the uh, past few games they have been, especially, you know, the game that we covered um, against Tottenham and obviously with Olympiacos. But like we said, they got the job done. Uh, in that group as well was uh, Porto versus Marseille. Uh, Porto going out 2-0 winners uh, on the night away from home. Um, so it looks like um, Marseille are going... Um, out of the Champions League. Uh, we'll go then to the Liverpool game, which I said last, I said on Tuesday night, sorry, that I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta put on more of a fight. And they did more than that. They beat them 2-0. Um, Illicic and uh, Robin Gozen, their names, two quick fire goals, 60th and 64th minute, respectively. Uh, Liverpool didn't have a shot on target. That is the first time under Jurgen Klopp in the Champions League that has happened with Liverpool. Um, who wants to, who wants to start this one? Then what? What? I've, did the defence finally crack, um, or was it just Atalanta being the better team? I, I don't know. I mean, the defence they played last night it wasn't a recognisable back four, was it? Um, so I think they got pretty found out by that. It was a, a much changed Liverpool side. Um, they still had a quite a little bit of class in there with Mane. Um, and Salah up top with Origi. Um, it just looked a little bit lacklustre from them, didn't it? Um, but I know, obviously, we're on about Liverpool losing. Atlanta are no mugs. Um, you know, they should have beat PSG last season, shouldn't they, really? Um, mm, yeah. So, I wouldn't take too much out of this result um, because it was a much changed Liverpool side. Um, I think you need to judge them on the next um, European game for me. It's interesting, isn't it? Because you look at Serie A table... And Atlanta are seventh in that league. And uh, it just goes to show you that you can't base league form when it comes to Champions League. You can't look at league form. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Definitely. Definitely. Because they are a strong side as well, Atlanta. Like, like Bradley said, uh, last uh, season, they only just went out of the Champions League to two very, very late goals against PSG. You know, they've got... Uh, yeah, I don't know much about Syria. I ain't going to say that I do. But from what I saw of the stats last season, Gomez and Ilicic were uh, two very, very good players. And if Ilicic is carrying on his goal-scoring form as he did last season, then uh, you, you don't know how Atalanta will get on. It's it's a close table, though, um, now that this now that Atalanta did win. Um, Liverpool on nine points, uh, Ajax and Atalanta both on seven, and Michelin uh, are out of the Champions League and the Europa League uh, without getting any um, points on the board so far. Uh, it, it's, a, it's unfortunate for them, really. I do, um, they got a sending off uh, Mitchell and Eric Shavavinkadio, I think his name is. Jordan, what do you make of that red card in that game? I didn't see it, mate. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie, mate. I didn't see it. But, uh, <laughs> I expect Liverpool, uh, when they play Michelin, to beat them to go through. Like, I think the Ajax game will be a hard one for Liverpool. But if they already, 
if they get through first, I can't see him putting a massive squad out against Ajax, depending on if players come back. I think, the, I think they, they're surely going to beat Mitchell and um, in the next yeah in the next game, and then. But the, the issue is that if if Mitchell and turn up and I can figure out this Liverpool defence and at least get a point. Um, whoever wins the Ajax at Atalanta game, even if it's a draw, it's wide open final game and Ajax are no pushovers like we all know. Uh, they've still got a steady team. Um, uh, we, obviously, well, it helps because obviously now that football fans are allowed back in and Liverpool have gone down to tier two, they are like got 2,000 fans in. So for Liverpool to play Ajax at Anfield, that's a lot of that's a lot of support for Liverpool. Is it? Is it? Is it going? Because what, what's the what's the state? Fourteen plus thousand, and you're only going to have two thousand in there. I, I don't. I think they'll win, but it, it's a close call. Shiz, if you could choose a team that, well, we've all said Liverpool uh, the last time we did um, a prediction, we'll go through in this. If you could choose Ajax and Atalanta to go through uh, with them as well, who? who who do you have your money on? Oh, it's a hard question, really. Uh, it's, it's a very hard question. Ajax obviously got that class, but Atlanta show they travel well. Well, I'll probably go Ajax out of the two for us to put money on it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. I think uh, I think you're right. Uh, but we'll we'll move on. Um, I'll say the rest of the results that happened yesterday. Uh, you had a Borussia Mönchengladbach cruise to a 4 0 victory over Shakhtar. Uh, Real Madrid winning 2 0 away at Inter Milan. Bayer uh, beating uh, RB Salzburg 3 1. Pesco drawing 0 0 at home to Moscow. Michelin 3 1. That's all of the Champions League. We'll go on to the Europa League tonight. I'll say all the results are um, the uh, English teams. Uh, if I can find it, there we go. Uh, Villarreal they drew uh, away at uh, Tel Aviv, one-one. Uh, uh, Ak Ak Athens mm-hmm. lost to uh, Zora three-nil. Uh, a nil-nil game in Moscow. Uh, Dynamo ZS won three-nil. Hoffenheim won two-nil. Um, again lost two nil at home to. Uh, oh, I can't even pronounce that. Craver Zveda. Uh, and, uh, I do what I can't even be able to continue. There's so many games in Europa League; it's absolutely ridiculous. We'll go to one of the early games. We'll go to uh, Leicester Braga three-three. Um, Jamie Vardy having to basically, uh, yeah, he just he, he basically sent him through, hasn't he? Uh, they're into the last thirty-two with a ninety-fifth minute equaliser. Uh, how far do you think Leicester can go in this tournament? There, because at the minute they. Um, they're looking rather good. Three wins, one one uh, draw. Sorry. Oh well, I think they want. They must be one of the favourites. Um, you know they've 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 looked quite good in the league. Yeah, I think they're, they're a dangerous team. I, I certainly wouldn't wouldn't want to play in the knockouts. Wouldn't really fancy my chances. No, especially, especially if they're scoring away from home, like comfortably. I know they drew three three tonight, but if we're going on away goals, if they can score three, um, away at Braga. Uh, they were, they were, um, they never took the lead. That's the only issue. One nil down in the fourth minute. Army Barnes equalising. Uh, two two one down. Twenty fourth minute. Luke Thomas gets it back. Then they score a ninetieth minute goal, and Vardy gets it back to three three. Um, 
just a quick one on uh, both of you, uh, Brad and George. Um, obviously, they're through to the final 32. There's a long way to go. We know Europa League is a bigger competition uh, in the sense of more teams than the Champions League. Um, have they got what it takes to maintain the Europa League run as well as keeping uh, an eye on how the Premier League table is going? Um, I think, like I've said before, and I'm, I'm quite adamant, really, I don't think they're going to cut it, to be fair, in uh, Europe, to be honest. Um, you know, they don't seem to be able to keep a lead. Um, they don't be able to see, you know, to see games out or anything. Um, and there's going to be a few good teams coming down from that Champions League. Um, you know, Inter Milan or Real Madrid are going to be missing out. Um, so they're going to come into this competition. Um, and you'd think any of the better teams, I think they're going to struggle with, to be honest. John, what are your uh, what are your views on Leicester's chance? Well, tonight sums it up quite clearly. Like you know, they they got the job done in Portugal, uh, came back, but you know, not very convincing. But they got the draw in the end. But I think their chances. I think Brad said, you know, there's some very good teams that are going to be coming down from the Champions League, and uh, if they can miss them out for a couple of rounds, uh, they've got good chances. But I mean. The Europa League's no pushover. So, whoever goes into the next round is going to be hard to beat, no matter what. Uh, I think, if they start with the home tie, they, you know, they can might be able to get the job done. But, for me, it's, uh, it's a hard one. It's probably four finalists for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, like we said, through to the uh, next knockout stage round for Leicester. Um, let's hope that they don't get put into a a difficult uh, round so that they can ease through and maybe get a bit of confidence. Uh, we'll go over to uh, Tottenham's game then, a 4 0 victory at home to Luda Gretz. Uh, Carlos Vinicius, two goals for him. Harry Wynn with a 56 yard chip uh, over the keeper. He's fantastic to see. You must watch it. And uh, Lucas Moura uh, wrapping up a convincing win. Um, 24 shots to zero. Um, this team's in the Europa League. It's, it's fascinating how, how these types of teams are still getting into Europe um, and they're getting absolutely battered. Where are they even from, Bristol? Do you know? Uh, do you know what? We'll double check for you right now. I'm going to have they... a as well because it's just... I, I watched a bit of the game tonight, this first game, and uh, I could only take a bit of it because the Ludogratz was so poor. It was like... It, I, the, I'm pretty confident that any championship team, even Rotherham, would beat them. They they're a Bulgar they're Bulgarian you know what I mean it's, and the thing is like they're actually doing all right it's like they their last game they won three 0 away from home so it's so weird the, the difference we all know the difference uh, between Premier League and obviously Bulgarian league. I mean is mar- they've had they've had uh, Champions League experience as well and they've been in the groups with Liverpool as well and yeah. they've done a, they did all right against Liverpool when they were up and coming. So, they're not a bad team, but it must have just been a bad night at the office for them. They had I, don't, I don't know. Because at the moment, they've lost all four games. They've got five goals and they've conceded 13. They're, 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 out of the, um, they're out of the Europa League because they can't, like, well, mathematically, they can't get back in. Mm. Uh, but we'll go, we'll go on Tottenham's um, game. It, obviously, it, is, it was so convincing. But they're... On top of the league of uh, of their group, um, and were are uh, who won today um, tonight. Sorry, 
uh, they're still top. They're both level on points. Tottenham's got more goal difference, but uh, and were beat Tottenham, so obviously it works that way. So they're they're top of the they're top of the group. But Tottenham going through surely. Um, cheers! I know that you don't like speaking about Spurs much, but um, we're not going to speak much about the result because I think we yeah. all knew that. That's how they, it was going to go, really. It was either going to be one of those where they would win convincingly like they did or they would struggle and just scrape a result. But um, can like it's pretty much the same question as I asked about Leicester. Can they keep on going in the Europa League and also keep an eye out on the Prem? Because at the minute, top of the league in the Prem, uh, doing very well under Mourinho. And, um, yeah. can, can they do both of them or well, are they going to slip in one of them at least? I think they can do both and I'll tell you why. Because... Look, watching a bit of the game today, they've got depth to that squad. And to rest Harry Kane and to have up front Vinicius Jr., he's at one point in foot, in world football, he was like the next big wonder kid on the world stage. And they've got him on loan, which is a very shrewd acquisition, I think. And I think that they've got a clause in their contract there for, a, I might be wrong here, but a buyout option for him. I'm not sure if I've got that right but if they do it's a very shrewd bit of business they've got they've got the squad they've, they've shown they've got um, you know backup to that squad I, th- I think they can go quite far yeah and um, you know Bale looks really good today I have to say um, they're an impressive side you know there's no there's no two ways about it they've got to be one of the favourites for the Europa definitely I think, I think the good thing as well for Tottenham is that uh, they've got good depth in positions as well um, oh, and, you know, Joe yeah. has been so he's he's finally getting some game time. It's not, it's probably not the best second choice keeper you wanted to ask for in a Tottenham perspective for going after your and football. But at the same time, he's an experienced man who knows how to win tough games. And when they get into the knockout stages, if they if Mourinho still backs him, which I think he will, um, he'll know he'll know what to do. You know, it, the thing is with with Joe Art is that he can he. He starts seasons rusty at new clubs and then they don't give him a chance. Whereas Mourinho is, you know, he's not really done anything wrong at the minute, Joe. He made, I think he made a mistake in pre-season, but again, that's pre-season. Uh, but in yeah. Europa League, he hasn't done anything wrong. There's no reason why he shouldn't be dropped. And with an experienced head behind the, uh, the, the defence, there isn't any reason why um, Tottenham can't go forward because, you know, he, he'll do the job there. The defence will do the job. Like I just said, Gareth Bale is getting better and better with fitness and uh, fitting more, moulding into a different Tottenham side than what he was at seven years ago. Yeah. Obviously, you've got like, so Harry Kane on the bench, Lucas Moura, Bergwijn. You, you can go on and on with this Tottenham team. It's absolutely incredible how good their yeah. players are. And just um, to go back to Vinicius, I'm, I'm checking now. He's got a £45 million option to buy at the end of the the, the contract. So Tottenham have paid 2.7 million for the loan for the season to Benfica, and then 41 million to buy him. He he looks like a bargain for 40 million. Yeah. Oh god, Jay, he'll only get better. He'll only get better under under a manager like Mourinho, won't he? Yeah. That's, so I have. That's a good piece of business by Spurs. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, Jordan, Brad, what's your views on uh, on Spurs? Like I said, I've, I've asked a similar question asked about Leicester. But, um, the difference with this Tottenham team, as I've pointed out, is that their depth is a, a hell of a lot better and they have got better class players. Can, can they, they... They firstly still got to get through the group, but I don't think that'll be an issue for them. But can they get the furthest out of every uh, 
English team in the Europa League? I can't see why not. Uh, I think the other point to prove tonight, obviously, with the last Euro- like the Europa League game last time, I think they had a massive point to prove. Uh, and even just going on form with uh, the Premier League as well, you know, beating uh, Man City, you just want to keep that good run of form going. And obviously, they've got Chelsea at the weekend. They want something to go into, into that game. And I think they've done it tonight and they've proved a point that, you know, that they can do it. And it was just a one-off game against uh, Antwerp. So, yeah. Uh, I think they can go further than Leicester, definitely. I think they've got, I think she said the depth in, in the squad as well. It looks good. So I can't see why they can't get any further than probably, I'd go semi finals, maybe final. You uh, know? Yeah. Looking at that Harry Wings goal as well that he scored from 50 odd yards out, do you think he meant that? No. Uh, I don't know. If if he's aiming for, if he's, he's obviously meant to go for goal, is is. It's just luck, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's all it can't be classed as skill. It's, you know, you're meant to do it, but it's luck that it's actually gone in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, good good result for Tottenham. Obviously, they still got work to do, but um, by the way, they're playing at the minute. There shouldn't be a reason why they shouldn't finish top of that group. Um, we'll we'll finish off then with um, the final game for English teams, which was Arsenal away at Molde. Um, I think I've pronounced that right. Um, that a good, right, yeah. comfortable win. Pepe uh, scoring after what happened on the uh, the weekend. Um, Mikel Arteta just just given another chance, and he's um, proved himself well there. Uh, Reese Nelson got a got a goal as well, and um, an unknown fella uh, in the name of uh, for for Rain uh, Balagun. Yeah, uh, I can get that right, Shiz, but yeah. This is his second appearance in the Europa League this season, getting a goal. 19 years of age. Um, you know, Arsenal didn't have it their own. Like, I, I didn't watch the game, but looking at the stats, you know, Molde had most of the possession. They only had one shot on target. That's the that's the difference here. Um, you obviously watched the game. You're, you're a big uh, Arsenal. Or what, what did you make of the, uh, the game altogether? Well, it was... Um, I thought it was a really interesting game because... Arteta went to four four two, and it's been a long while since we played four 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 two, and 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 it worked out well. So, I saw Louise and I saw Mustafi in the starting lineup, and I shuddered. Uh, it sent a chill down my spine. I thought, Jesus Christ, David Louise and Mustafi centre backs were in trouble tonight. But to be fair, they they played well, and I thought the young players all had really good games, like you said. So. It was really nice to see Willock playing well and Nelson playing well because I think they've they've all got great promise those players and that that's the future of the team. They're English, they're young, and 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 we need them to develop if we if we're going to challenge for the title in the future. But 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 the game we played really well and I, I gave Pepe a bit of a slating on Sunday night and um, he he had a point to prove tonight. He turned he turned up and he showed glimpses of why. We paid seventy-five million for him. He was taking players on. He was aggressive. He was cutting in with his left foot. And before he scored his goal, which was a really good goal, he curled the ball into the top corner. But before that, he cut in, beat a man, and from thirty-five yards out, hit the crossbar. And um, he played with a freedom, freedom tonight that that I haven't seen for a long time. 
Um, so I really hope that he takes that form into the league because if he plays like that, then he is, he is worth £75 million. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I, I'm uh, fortunate to watch a game time, but we, we've, uh, in the Prem especially, we've, we have seen glimpses of how he can play, and it is. And um looks like he did, did have a class game tonight, and obviously he's out for three games for that um, red card against Leeds on the weekend. So, but uh, he's still got chances to prove in the Europa League in that time. If he still keeps on playing the good performances, there should be any reason why he'll be uh, still in an Arsenal side when he's back from suspension. But on the whole of things, good result for, for Arsenal. They're through to the last 32. Um, chances of winning it, guys? I Personally, I can't see it. You know, I, just, I think Spurs, I think Anna Leicester, I think they've got more of a chance at English size. But then you've got, I think we've, like Jordan said earlier, Europa League is not a pushover competition. You've got uh, AC Milan, you've got Lille, you've got Roma, you've got um, uh, Napoli, Real Sociedad. You, you've got some good teams that are on good form. Uh, you've got teams that are dropping out of the Champions uh, League. Brad mentioned that one of Real Madrid or Inter could be dropping into it. You know, that, that could change a hell of a lot of things, especially uh, yeah. if it's into Milan. Um, Arsenal's chances then, boys, uh, to finish uh, this podcast off, uh, what do we reckon? It's a difficult one, isn't it? You just don't know what Arsenal's going to turn up, do you? Um, I'm going to make a prediction now. Arsenal will go further in this competition than Tottenham. Wow. Oh, I like it. Um, I think... <laughs> In the next couple of weeks, I think you're going to see Spurs really concentrate on the league. Um, and I think they'll prioritise it, to be honest. Um, and I think they could just completely ignore this competition and end up uh, suffering a bit of a shock loss somewhere. But we shall see. But Arsenal, um, I think they're going to struggle to get the top four this season. Um, so I think they're going to have to try and win this, to be honest. If they've got any chance of getting the Champions League next season. Uh, just well, I'll, I'll ask a quick question to Joel and then and then that will end the podcast. Let's say, for instance, Arsenal win the Europa League. Um, they, you know, they're in the they win the Europa League this season. They're in the Champions League next season. Like, what what are their chances of even doing well in the Champions League? They've not been in it for so long, and uh, it's a you know that, the big boys are in there. And no offense to Arsenal or Shizir, but Arsenal are not. They, they might be a big name, but they're not a big squad in at the minute, you know, and they're building to get back to that level. If they somehow win the Europa League and go into the Championship, have they got any chance to even make a name for themselves yet? Uh, I think they've got to strengthen if they went to the Champions League. I think they'd have to strengthen in a few places. Uh, but it all depends on if they won it and, like, what group they'd get. Because some are easier than others, or and I just yeah. feel like Arsenal, like Bradley said, you don't know what you expect with them. They could turn up. They might. They don't turn up. Uh, it's what it is. <laughs> look, look. I see the point you're making, Tom and Chambers. Yeah, I see the point you're making. We didn't do anything in the Champions League for ages when we were in there, but to get in the Champions League, it attracts a better caliber of player that you can bring to the club. And as no, a club, don't. we're not going to improve. Our recruitment, unless we're in that tournament. Nah, so you're not. You're not. 
agree with that. Yeah. So you have to be in that team to get better players in as a team. Yeah. You have to be in that competition. It's just a matter of is it going to be one of those for Arsenal now where they're just they're always going to have to rely on doing well in the Europa League because there might be a chance they might not get in the top four or are they finally going to be able to be that team again where they can not only challenge for the top four but challenge for the league and if they're in the Europa League and they're challenging top four and or even the title I should say don't have to worry about the Europa League you know it's a big competition regardless. Um, but yeah. for me personally, it is weird not seeing Arsenal in the Champions League. It's weird seeing um, it was weird seeing Leicester in it. Obviously, they deserved it, but it weird seeing them when they had that season. Uh, but we've grown to see a different team in Man City. It's kind of roles reversed, isn't it? You know, Arsenal mm. dropped down, City's dropped, uh, pushed up. But hopefully, under Arteta, mate, I, I, I do believe he's going in the right direction, and I think it all yeah. is. Shown it with the FA Cup win. He's shown it with the Community Shield win, you know. And I think he can show it even more if he either finishes in the top four for you, or if you can get as furthest as you can in the Europa League. I think even, even if you can get into the final, and uh, not win it, I still think that's an accomplishment for Mikel Arteta personally. You know, this is his first manager job, and oh, I agree. Yeah, with that it would be unbelievable. Um, I just think it's nice to see young English players getting a chance. In, in Absolutely. Even though we played only mould, um, Reece Nelson looked really good and Joe Willett looked really good. And then that 19-year-old lad who came on and nice little bit of skill to get a goal at the end, that's what, what that's what the competition should, should be all about, getting the young players some experience on a big stage so then you can blend them into prem, the Premier League. Absolutely, mate. I completely agree with that. Um, but we'll, but yeah, we'll we'll call it there then, fellas. Um, but it was a good chat about the English teams. Um, obviously, we all didn't watch it, all the games, but um, we had a rough idea what happened. Uh, Shears obviously did watch the Arsenal game, watched a bit of the Tottenham game as well. Uh, Brad watched a bit of the Champions League as well last night. Um, our next uh, podcast coming out um, tomorrow will be about our prediction show. Um, prediction on all of uh, the Premier League games and also two of the lads who support Rotherham and uh, Forest respectively. But thanks, fellas, for coming on today. Thank you for listening. Follow us on social media and we will be back tomorrow. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers, Thank you.